What's up, everyone? This is Nate with Good Morning Liberty with a quick story this morning. If you like these things, let me know on Twitter at GoodAMLiberty. So I was searching around. I was researching some stuff on climate change, and I searched this thing on, on Google, which I normally don't do. I try to search on DuckDuckGo, but I searched on Google, and I was searching some myths about climate change because there are a lot of myths out there. There's a lot of hyperbole out there. There's a lot of things going around that just simply aren't true. There's some things going around that, uh, that are true. So I searched this and I found this, found this wonderful, wonderful piece talking about myths about climate change. And this is not exactly what I thought it was going to be. And I suppose that is uh, the point. I suppose that was the idea. This is from WWF. That is not the World Western... Uh, that is not the World Wrestling Federation. That is the Worldwide Fund, just in case anyone is confused on that. Here are some myths about climate change that they listed out for everyone. The Earth's climate has always changed. It's a myth. I'm not changing the wording or phrasing of these myths, by the way. This is how they listed it out. The Earth's climate has always changed. There's a myth. And then the first line behind that, over the course of Earth's 4.5 billion year history, the climate has changed a lot. This is true. It's always weird when they say, this thing is a myth. Also, this thing is true. But the rapid warming we're seeing now can't be explained by natural cycles of warming and cooling. The kind of changes that would normally happen over hundreds of thousands of years are happening in decades. Now, I just want to point out, they don't know that for sure. We have 127 years worth of reliable temperature data. The 127 years. That's, uh, that's what we've got for the data. Everything else, probably pretty good projections. They're probably fa fairly accurate. But do they know down to the month and down to the year exactly down to the degree that it was? They can probably make pretty good projections, but, uh, but they don't know that. I just thought it was ridiculous that the Earth's climate has always changed. There is a myth. And then they say, it has changed over 4.5 billion years. Always, this is true. But uh, fact check, this is missing context. There you go. Here's another one. Man, I, you see, I've thought this one the whole time, but it turns out it's a climate change myth. Plants need carbon dioxide. Did you guys know that that was a myth? I didn't, I didn't know that was a myth. This is, plants need carbon dioxide. First line... Plants do need carbon dioxide to live. So it's a myth. I'm, I'm telling you the exact wording and phrasing. Plants do need carbon dioxide to, to live is the first thing. Plants and forests remove and store away huge amounts of carbon dioxide from the atmosphere each year. But the problem is there's only so much carbon dioxide they can absorb and this amount is getting less. And more and more forests are cut down across the world, largely to produce our food. Now, what they left out there, I'll fact check, missing context. They said more and more forests are cut down across the world. Actually, NASA scientists released a couple of years ago that we are getting greener and we've been getting greener for the last 20 years or so, thanks to some of their satellite photos that they've got. Uh, we're, actually, we're actually getting greener. But once again, the myth is that plants need carbon dioxide. It's not that 
they didn't put that plants are going to remove enough CO2 for us to stop climate change. The, the, the myth was plants need carbon dioxide from WWF. Pretty, uh, pretty ridiculous. Renewable energy is just a money-making scheme. There's a myth right there. Now, I wouldn't say it's just a money-making scheme, but they actually don't even talk about the money-making part of it. They just talk about renewable energy being affordable. It's a commonly held belief that renewable energy is expensive, but this simply isn't true. Solar power and onshore wind are the cheapest ways of generating electricity, meaning the energy they produce is cheaper than using nuclear, gas, and fossil fuels. Now, I looked a lot of this up, and I made sure that I found numbers that, uh, that were taking into account the subsidized rates and what it would cost truly to use those things. I found pretty good numbers. And what I did find is that when solar power and onshore wind, they made sure they said onshore wind because offshore is not affordable. Onshore wind or the, when those are actually producing electricity, they actually do come out to being cheaper than fossil fuels. Okay. So that, that is actually the case, but there is an issue with that. They don't always produce electricity. And there's an interesting thing that happened here in this town in Texas, uh, Georgetown, Texas. In 2012, Georgetown, Texas set the ambitious goal of powering itself with 100% renewable energy. When the city reached this goal in 2015, it was catapulted into the national spotlight. Former U.S. Vice President Al Gore praised Georgetown for demonstrating that the power supply is not only more affordable, but the cost is predictable for at least 25 years into the future and really beyond that. However, five years later, Georgetown, Georgetown's plan hasn't yielded the expected affordability benefits. Over the last four years, the town's 71,000 residents have seen electricity charges rise by more than $1,000 per household. From 2015-2018, the city budget lost $30 million due to rising electricity costs. Georgetown's electricity costs were $3.5 million over budget in 2015. They rose to $6.3 million over budget in 2016. And the same year, the mayor committed to the, uh, the municipal utility, the 20 and 25 year wind and solar energy contracts to deliver on the 100% renewable pledge. So um, if it's more affordable, then why isn't it more affordable? That would be a good question right here. Here's the problem. It's more affordable at the times that it's working and producing electricity. But what they had to do, because it isn't always producing electricity, and we don't have batteries that can store this power, they also have to make sure they can tap into the grid and use all the other fossil fuels whenever their renewable energy isn't producing electricity. And the issue is, at the times that they are needing to pull from that grid, it's actually more expensive uh, for them to do that. The times that they're producing electricity are the easiest times to, and the cheapest times to produce electricity. And then the times that they need to pull from the other resources are the most expensive times. When you combine the two of those together, the fact that they have the renewables and they have to pay for the fossil fuels, then they ended up with more expensive energy afterwards. So we don't have a way to just use the renewable energy yet. All right. Well, this leads into the next myth right here. Here's a myth. 
renewable energy can only work when it's not cloudy or windy. That's a myth. This stuff works all the time, man. You get stuff from the from these uh, these wind turbines and solar panels all the time. The industry is developing new techniques for storing electricity and managing demand at peak times, meaning that even if the sun isn't shining or it's not blowing a gale, it's still possible to rely on renewable energy sources. And here's why. The majority of UK homes get their electricity from the national grid. When you switch to a clean supplier, they guarantee that for every unit of electricity you take out of the grid, they'll put the same amount of clean energy back in helping to clean up our energy supply. So just in case you didn't see what they did there, at the times where you're not able to get the renewable energy, don't worry, you'll get backed up by the fossil fuel power. So therefore, it's a myth that renewable energy can only work when it's not cloudy or windy. I don't know if you guys caught that, but that was a perfect explanation right there. Uh, It's a myth because when it doesn't work, it's a myth that it doesn't work because when it doesn't work, you can get electricity from other places that do work. So that's uh that's good right there. And just so you know, the the battery, the batteries are the issue here. They can't store the electricity. My prediction here is that until we have some type of brand new battery technology that is different from what we know as a battery right now, then this problem here is not going to be solved. Actually, over at fee.org, Mark Mills had a couple interesting things about this. Uh, He said batteries produced annually by the Tesla Gigafactory, which is the world's biggest battery factory, can store, wait for it, three minutes worth of annual U.S. electric demand. That's all the batteries produced annually by the world's biggest battery factory. To make enough batteries to store two days worth of U.S. electricity demand, would require 1,000 years of production by the the Tesla Gigafactory, which is the world's biggest battery factory. All right, so we've got quite a long way to go. And then there's questions about what all actually goes into the batteries, how much energy, fossil fuels are you actually saving right there. Here's another myth. Animals will adapt to climate change. It's listed as a myth. Right underneath it, it says, this one isn't a myth. Darwin got the adaptation part right. But let's be clear. Some plants and animals will adapt, but not all of them. Mm. Fact check, missing context right there. That's a pretty big one. China is the only country responsible for climate change. Okay, well, they're not the only country responsible. So there's a myth right there. Despite being one of the largest emitters of greenhouse gases, China is currently one of the largest investors in renewables. Well, it's weird when you got over a billion people and you look at the numbers, they're one of the largest investors. How about that? The increase in investment has been in response to the rapid growth of green business and the need to clean up air pollution in its major cities. Climate change is a global issue and we all have responsibility. Okay. Anyway, I thought that those myths were pretty funny. Just to give you something to listen to this morning. If there, if there is a problem, then we need to do something about it. If there is something that we can do about it, and maybe whatever we choose to do about it should be something that could actually help the problem. I don't know. Just a crazy idea. If you like these little short episodes, let me know. I will talk to you all soon on a regular podcast episode here in a little bit. Have a good one.